If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we are going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Middle-Aged Man Talk. Richard, what are we snacking on tonight? Well, tonight we've got weird food. This week is weird food. We have this weird egg thing and wheat cracker barbecue cubes. BBQ cube wheat crackers. Yes. GGE bread. these, These are Chinese, right? I still can't tell the characters. Uh, huh. There's one character that looks Japanese, but I think... Where is it? Packaged by... Mm, imported by... Part of Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay, so it's Taiwanese. Okay, so Taiwanese barbecue cubes. Wheat crackers. They basically look like they took noodles with maybe barbecue something, mixed them into like a rice crispy square of barbecue noodles, and then dried them into crunchy squares. They actually look like... To me, they look like cubes of ground beef. Who has cubes of ground beef? Where do you shop? No, no one has cubes of ground beef, but the, that, that kind of pattern looks like that ground looks like beef. That's how you imagine it. And we also have this drink. Active Directory drink, AD. It's, yeah, it's AD and then some characters, Crazy. Asian characters. Yeah, and this one I bought. This was uh, $1 for six. They're 220 grams, even though it's a liquid. This is a milk tea drink, apparently. And the... Oh, they really expired a while ago. They expired in 2020. If I read that correctly, 2020, October 11th. Yes. These are a milk tree dink. These, like this most... is a milk beverage that expired seven months ago, eight months ago. See, normally the expired stuff I get, it expired literally like within four to six weeks. And for most of like snacks or chippies, who cares? But this is a milk-based drink, so I was that told. That expired last October. October. Before last hey, Halloween. on my birthday. On your birthday. Well, now everyone's going to hack your birthday. The brand of this is Wahaha for the drink. Yeah, it's embossed letters. Oh, that's a registered trademark. The little yeah. R of the circle. W-A-H-A-H-A. Wahaha. I'm just too curious. We have two of these each. Was it four? It wasn't six. It was four. I got four for $2 or $1. No. Yeah. I got four for $1. Everything was $1 this week. Um, yeah, you have four for $1 because they're going to kill us. If your if you're vaccine for COVID didn't kill you, then Wahaha won't. Oh, it's like one of those yogurty ones. I don't think it's supposed to be yogurty. <laughs> well, like the flavor, it's not actually. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Big. I'm saying that I think it's not supposed to be tangy like that. I kind of like this. It tastes like an orange um, creamsicle. Remember the 1990s and 80s? Mm-hmm. It does taste like an orange creamsicle. So if you put it's supposed it, you, to taste that way. Yeah, it's supposed to be like that, except without the tart part because it's gone off. It hasn't gone off. Uh, Anyways, we also have oh, tea soaked eggs or tea boiled eggs. Goosen eggs. I don't know if you can hear this, listeners. Richard's been drinking. <laughs> He had wine with dinner. Yes. Eggs, so the ingredients are eggs, water, tea leaves, spices, so it's star anise, cinnamon, fagara. Yeah, it's not fagara, it's fagara. We don't want to say fagara. It's spelled F-A-G-A-R-A. I presume it's a spice because it says it's in the sugar, spices. Sugar, salt, and monosodium glutamate. And fagara. And it may contain eggs. It may contain eggs? <laughs> it's actually it contains eggs. Contains, oh, it doesn't say may though, it just says contains eggs. Yeah, it's, that's like when the people really aren't paying attention. Uh, this uh, product, which is an egg soaked in tea, may contain eggs. Does that mean there could be more than one egg? There, there, there are three little, like, yogurt-looking containers. You know the yogurt containers you buy where there's, like, the packet of mixins on the top? It kind of looks like that, except it's... So, so how, how expired are these? They're 2.0 as well. 2.0? Goo Sun 2.0? Oof. 
I was just thinking about diarrhea medicine, which is, by the way, diarrhea medicine is a scam. Medicine that induced diarrhea or to prevent diarrhea? To prevent diarrhea. The stuff to induce diarrhea is definitely not a scam. Here's my thought, though. They always say, take some, wait a few hours. If it persists, take some more. Aren't you just waiting out the diarrhea till it naturally ends? Wait, what the so, hell do we do? So we can't read the instructions for this. So you get get a pair of plastic gloves in the container. Best before January 21. Product of China. Oh, we're fine. So we're eating Chinese expired eggs. Oh, we get a packet of gloves. <laughs> you get a packet so, of gloves. Do you guys remember when Subway sandwiches first started using really crappy gloves to make your sandwiches instead of having like clean washed hands? That's what these are. Uh, essentially. I guess we don't drink the tea in this, do we? No, I think we're supposed to use the gloves to pull these. Because you went to a friend's wedding once where you had this. Yes. They were, were they Chinese? They were Chinese. Okay. And we we peeled the eggs. Like, the eggs were in their shells. Those are, those are homemade eggs. Though. Yes. But they were um, boiled in the tea mixture, and the eggs were then rolled between, the, they, they rolled them between the, their hand and the table to crack the eggs, and they went back in the tea mixture for 48 hours. And then we ate them, you peel them across, and so you, they had this neat pattern on them. Oh, these have the shell on them. See, Richard is my expert tonight. Normally, I'm the one who's eaten all this weird stuff, but oddly, Richard knows all about this weird tea-soaked boiled egg. What you boiled can't... Egg. Okay. Do you have paper towels? Uh, somewhere. I often bring some. I did not bring any tonight. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, he kicked the table. Da -da 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 -da. Richard is just talking far away from the microphone. He has rags. I used to have rags in here. I used to have rags. I no longer have rags. So, I guess, um... This is terrible. This is the worst organized food podcast. Do we have a napkin? No. I can go grab something. Should I go check house. my car? Okay, go to, go to the house. Okay. You have a Costco membership. Oh, yeah, you have your egg, your egg gloves on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, listeners, here's the thing. Richard and I out here laughing and trying to figure out Chinese eggs. But we're wearing these weird plastic gloves, which now have brown liquid on them from the tea. And the eggs are just opened. And Richard's gone to the house. What will his wife say when she knows he's out in the workshop with Brendan doing a podcast and he comes in wearing plastic gloves covered in brown tea? I, uh, I do not want to explain this to Steph. Uh, that's his wife, Steph. Short for Stephanie, I imagine. Is there anything else that starts with Steph? No. There couldn't be. Hello, Richard. Ah, back with his Costco. Kirkland brand. Mmm, Kirkland brand. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, keep picking the table with the open liquids. That's a good idea. Yeah. With the rec That's where the microphone is. I'll just kick the, the microphone. Well, you said you were thinking about getting a new computer. Yes, but not like this minute. <laughs> I was just thinking. I think this is the first time I've ever eaten anything that came with its own protective gear. Yes, I was just explaining how, you know, we're out here doing this in the garage, a podcast, and you're going to go inside with weird plastic gloves on covered in brown tea liquid, and your wife's going to go, what are you and Brendan doing together? What is happening? Except for the fact that she is over at the neighbor's. Yeah, but that that's less funny. I knew that where she was, but it's funnier if people think she's at the neighbor's. No, if, she, if they think they're in, she's in the house. How do I get this thing out? You need skinny fingers. I have big fat Irish fingers. This doesn't work. Okay, so it's an egg in the shell. The shell is cracked, like I, I was expecting. And so you pull it off, the shell off, and then you, the tea we, has come... we roll it a bit? Yeah. I'm rolling mine. And then the tea tea has per, has uh, permeated into the egg white, so it's now egg browns, and where the cracks It's were, egg brown. It's permeated, so now it's egg brown. Did you just say egg brown? 
Yes. I'm not going to go to the paint department at Home Depot. Can I get an egg brown color? Ah, <laughs> uh, like the shell? No, no. The white that's now brown from tea so from China. It, it's no longer egg whites. It's the egg browns. The egg browns. These look like they were a light brown egg to begin with, but I genuinely can't tell. And they're probably white. Well, they could have been white shells, I guess, and dyed brown from the eggs. From the tea. From the tea. If I remember correctly, it's going to be slightly sweet, assuming that this hasn't gone off. But it should, no, because... I'm just opening mine up. It looks like a... It looks like some sort of odd chocolate egg, but like a real, like, boiled egg. Okay, the ones I had at the wedding were better than this. Can you taste the cinnamon? Is it cinnamon? Yeah, there's a bit of cinnamon. I'm just cinnamon. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, the, the, the spices on it sounded very much like the Chinese five spice, which I know, depending on who makes it, has like eight spices or ten spices or something like that. But it, it has that kind of... Not as sweet as the ones that I'd had. We still have an unopened one here, which I should take a picture of. Put as a thumbnail for our episode. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Eating expired eggs. That's the name of this episode, Expired Eggs. We're not going to get a better name than that. You know, I don't hate it. It's not bad. So oh. these are not great. I would say on our uh, buy again, don't buy again. This would be don't buy, don't buy again. Don't buy again. This is, I think, our, like, it's not the worst thing we've had. Remember the thing we had that was terrible, the fish nuts? Yes. Which were 100% chestnuts. No other ingredients. But however they did it, they smelled like fish. I even asked the nice Asian lady, Chinese lady who owns the Asian grocery. I said, how do you eat these? Do I cook them? Do I do it wrong? No, you just eat them. It's a snack. They're great. I have them every now and again. I said, oh, okay. Awful. So. Um, oh. I noticed it's tea. It's like a brine. It's full of salt. I took a little sip. Oh. Yeah, so it says best before January 21st. Yeah. I mean, that, 20, January 6th, 2021. So I'm going to dump our tea. Or maybe thing. it's best before January 21st, 06. That's highly unlikely. The Asian grocery store did not exist then. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that someone they didn't get shipped from China stuff that is expired. It doesn't make sense, Richard. <laughs> ah, we're going to kick the table, too. Wash this down with the expired uh, drink. Hold on. Coming back. Were there maggots in the bottom? No. <laughs> How about, they were sealed. They were vacuum sealed. No, there's these weird little pillow plastic concealed tea bags. So they clearly popped the water in with the tea bags and the cracked egg. And I think it's actually... For this Go Sun, G-O-O-S-U-M, I think it's actually a well-made product. It's wrapped well. It's nice. The bottom sticker they had wasn't the cheap sticker. It was like properly made by the company to cover up the plain English. Yeah, so it's Chinese made is the name of the company. China made? China made. But the thing is, is this sticker, we can see through it. It has, I guess, Chinese underneath it. So like the actual Canadian, French, English labeling was done professionally by the company. So it actually was done quite well. I actually think this is a good product. It wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't the kind of thing that I necessarily like or want to eat but i would say this is probably a solid product if someone likes this so now we're going to lose the the gloves and on to our bbq cube wheat crackers yeah so these gloves are like what you get when you dye your hair they're hair dye gloves richard you are you are going gray with no signs of not going gray and you're talking about hair dye how do you know oh you have three daughters no 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 and a wife no i used to dye my hair when i was younger I dyed my I dyed my hair blonde and then I dyed it and then I dyed it copper colored. Why? Oh, it was the nineties, wasn't it? Yes, it was the nineties, uh, late nineties. And that explains it. If you don't know why it's normal for a man to dye his hair as a teenager in the nineties, uh, Google it. It's it, that was normal back then. So these are round little pucks of. Oh, they smell like dog food. Sorry, I was just drinking a thing and it didn't go well. The other taste in my mouth. 
I was saying that the expired uh, milk tea tastes a lot better after expires. The expired fruity milk tea. I'm not sure it's actually a milk tea. I think it's like one of those yogurt drinks. But the thing is, it's one of these ones that's like not kept cold. It's just sealed up. So I think it's probably been cooked at such a high temperature. How could it possibly go bad? These are actually not cubes. They said cubes. They're actually circles. They're little cylinders. Yep. So the BBQ. Wheels. The BBQ cube, they kind of look cube-like on the picture. When you look closer, you can see the roundness on some of them. So they're actually BBQ wheels. Yeah, and you smell them in the bag. It smells like dog food. No, it doesn't. It's not a bag. No, it doesn't. It doesn't smell like dog food. What do you feed your dog? Barbecue chips? But it tastes like um, North American-style barbecue flavoring. Yeah, like a regular barbecue potato chip. Mm-hmm. So... It's like, what cereal is this? It's like we, barbecue flavored... Weetabix. Yeah. Not Weetabix. Crispix. So they taste like a weedy breakfast cereal, kind of, but with the flavor of... Well, the texture and the wheat taste is of a cereal with the barbecue flavor. So would these be a buy again? I think so, actually. I think like, it wouldn't be an all-the-time thing, but if you were in the Asian grocery um, or the big TNT, the huge Asian grocery store we have in larger cities in Canada, the big, the big one, if you saw this on the shelf... You might buy it. It was on sale. It could be a snack. Yeah, no. It was... If I brought them camping, would you be upset? No, not at all. Yeah, there you go. That passes. That'd be a buy again on the BBQ cubes, which are actually cylinders. Oh, and also, this funny AD yogurt flavor drink. Oh, oh, it's our guests. This week's guest, our only guest and our return guest, is Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. Hello. Talk loudly because you're not too close to the microphone. You stopped recording, right? No, no. no. You're in the show. Mmm. What is that? You're the Andy Richter of this. We're not sure what that is, but it expired, like, in 2020. <laughs> I was told it was a milk tea by the one white lady who works at the Asian grocery. Okay. I don't think it's... I think it's actually one of the flavored fruity yogurt drinks. There's no English on the label, but it tastes closest to Yoplait. It was a four-pack. Yeah, it's kind of like a Yoplait. Sugar. I, yogurt. It's Wahaha brand. Wahaha. Wahaha. You have to emphasize that. Remember at your, fr- brand. your friend's wedding, the the uh, tea eggs? Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie, now that you're here, our special guest of our show, do you want to try a rice cookie thing? She said no. Just shook her head politely. Do you want the expired Chinese egg? It was a three-pack. It was a dollar for three. A three-pack? I think it's actually a good product with the packaging so- and the labeling, but it's um, it's not great. Yeah. No, you you remember those eggs that we had at... I'm not eating that at this moment in time. I'm not eating that from Richard's wife. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They expired in January. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. It adds extra flavor. I don't know. It It adds extra flavor. It's vacuum sealed and pasteurized. Yeah. It comes with a pack of little like Subway sandwich gloves. So you can eat it. It's perfectly safe. We'll find out. Then again, you know, I'm already getting really strong 5Gs after my second shot, so... You won't know if it's a vaccine reaction or expired product. Can you imagine that? If you have some sort of reaction, you have to go to the emerge emergency room, and they're like, uh, Sir, did you have your second COVID shot? I did, but I also ate one of these funny eggs. Mm-hmm. We can't diagnose you, sir. Come back in 48 hours. And I had the neighbor's homemade carrot cake for her birthday. Which we weren't invited to by text, but found out because there were trucks congregating. Yeah, that's that's really great. This like, uh, hey everyone, it's still pandemic, not complete lockdown. Well, I got cake. Everyone drives over. Shawarma. Oh, I like shawarma too. Mm, I already shawarma. ate dinner. I had two plates. Shawarma's uh, excellent. That's really good. 
I love a shawarma. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. What kind of shawarma? Beef and chicken. Oh, okay. And all the vegetables and three sauces. I was going for more which country do you like it better from? Oh. Like, do you want like Turkish or Afghani? This one was from Canada. Okay. (laughs) I like the Afghani place in in town. We like it there. They ordered from a high school. Does... I don't know. What? I don't know. You ate shawarma from a high school? I don't understand either. Was it like, like a fundraiser? No, because the schools are shut down now. So it must be some culinary summer course or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you ate shawarma made by a bunch of students in mm-hmm. a very white part of Canada at a very mm-hmm. white high school. They're making mm-hmm. Middle Eastern food. It was delicious. I like that they're learning how to make foreign food. A lot of people don't know how to cook anything, let alone foreign foods. I was going to say, remember uh, we had that one uh, classmate of ours that was his presentation skills class. His presentation was how to make shawarma. Who the hell was that? I... I don't remember that. He was he was an international student. Uh, he was uh, he was Middle Eastern. Oh, was that the guy from Jordan? Yes. So they have all of the types of trays you would expect, like rice and potatoes with the beef and the chicken, but also all the vegetables. Pink pickled turnip. turnip. Yes. Pink pickled turnip. So maybe after the show, you can all you can wander over. I can introduce you. You can have some yes. formal. Yes. How much is over there? A lot. And they're very welcoming. They are the most welcoming neighbors you will ever meet. Yes. And there's carrot cake with real cream cheese icing. Don't worry, I didn't mention how you failed every birthday. Not every birthday. I buy the stuff with real cream cheese icing. That's why I didn't mention it. (laughs) These are weird background things I don't know about. So I only have one question, Steph, before you leave. Oh. Did you want to try a BBQ cube, which is actually a cylinder? I did try one. What were your thoughts? Do you remember approximately four minutes ago when I made a lot of funny faces concurrently? No, I was watching the audio feed and how your mic was doing. That was the moment that I was chewing the barbecue. So Steph would say not buy again for BBQQ. We would say buy again. And no thank you to a second. Good night, Steph. Good Good night. night. Well, see you later. (laughs) See you later. Yeah, Richard might see his wife again. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's weird to say goodnight to my wife. And- goodnight. Yeah, I probably won't see her again yeah. uh, until uh, next time she's on my show. Uh, I don't know who keeps booking her. Uh, <laughs> how does she uh, keep getting booked for this? Anyway. All right. Shall we try the, the funny rice cookies? Yeah, sure. Let's try the funny rice cookies. Rice biscuit. That's the English translation on them. And this is rice, glutinous rice, sugar, water, calcium, propanate. That's it. So they're a white disc cookie. Kind of, what, about inch and a half across, almost? And they have different Chinese symbols on each one. And when do they expire? Oh, on the 17th of June, and this is July 9th. So not too bad. That's not too bad. So these are just like a rice cookie with glutinous rice. So that glutinous rice is rice that has gluten protein in it. The gluten everyone's afraid of in wheat. Yeah, so it's sticky rice. Well, you can make sticky rice without gluten. No, but, but like the, the glutinous rice is used for those, they wrap the leaves around it. It's yeah. a more higher protein rice. Or making those uh, rice, uh, like little rice shaped uh, gummy, almost gummy-ish things. Oh yeah, they might use it in mochi or the mochi rice. In any case, would you like to try a glutinous rice cracker biscuit? So it's like a giant communion wafer is what it looks like. <laughs> oh, terrible. It probably tastes like a giant communion wafer. It tastes like the well, the Asian... The way the Asian grocery store smells, like a clean grocery store. It tastes like a clean shelf. Yeah, no, because the Asian grocery stores smell like clean and rice. Because they have so much rice in there, the rice smell gets into the air. Yes, so it basically tastes like sweet rice flour. This is, um, it's, um, 
So you know when you have like a regular crunchy rice cracker, the kind we get in North American grocery stores? The aftertaste is like that, but with sweetness. But it's just like, it's just soft. Like it just kind of crumbles and mushes in your mouth. It's like, it's almost like someone took like a powder with just enough water to make a shape and then let it dry out. It tastes like plaster, sweet plasticine or sweet Play-Doh. It tastes like Play-Doh smells. So Richard ate Play-Doh as a child. Um, yes, I did. Holy moly. No, not Plasticine. Plasticine really doesn't taste very good. Play-Doh is not too bad. It's very salty. I like how we went from being like rating Asian food to spontaneously rating Southeast Asian or Middle Eastern food, which was also good, to now rating Play-Doh versus Plasticine. Let's rate childhood toys. Uh, Richard has popped open a orange-flavored bubbly. We love the bubbly brand. It's not Asian. We just like it. I just need I drank my all my uh, expired... Uh, Milk drink. <laughs> I want more expired milk drink. And so I just needed something to wash down this really, really dry. I'm pretty sure the rest of this $1 bag, I mean, it was only a dollar. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. spend major money on it. I think the, I'm not even going to finish the one I started. It's um, This is not a buy again. And it, this is chicken food. Richard's chickens will enjoy this. Yeah, so basically, it's like rice shortbread is what it's like. That's actually not a bad uh, description. Uh, but they're just... But they're they are super, super dry. Dry them out. They're pretty terrible. Uh, they're pretty terrible. So they're not a buy again, definitely. No. So I have a rant I want to talk about. Okay. But first I want to ask you a few questions. If you had to go in drag, who would you rather go as? Madonna or Cher? 1980s versions. Oh, I guess Cher would have to do Cher. So I read a script, which Richard does not read, and the answer was... Well, that's a tricky one. I'd have to say no. Instead, he's like, I'd do Cher. I'd like to be Cher. No, it's just... That was not... <laughs> that was not a choice. All right, Richard, who... <laughs> Who would you rather see naked? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then Richard would say to me, Brandon, would you like a beer? And I'd say, what kind of beer? And he'd say, non-alcoholic. I'd say, how could you ask me that? What a terrible question. Speaking of ridiculous, and then we get on to, oh, the Sherp. I want to talk about the Sherp. Have you okay. seen the Sherp? No, I've not seen the Sherp. Okay, so the Sherp is this amazing all-terrain vehicle with huge wheels, four huge wheels, and it can actually float and go hmm. over water and ice. No, I have seen the shirt. I knew you've seen the shirt. Um, there's a YouTube channel. Um, I, I was thinking like shows. I, thought, I was thinking you're talking about a show called the shirt. But no, I've seen the all-terrain vehicle, the, Ru the Russian all-terrain vehicle. There's a YouTube channel which they do ATV stuff up in Alaska. And they go in the muskegs and that sort of stuff. And this thing is just unstoppable. Oh, yeah. It goes over everything. Even if it tips forward, the ones for ice have like a breaker, like metal bar bumper on the front so it smashes through stuff and it floats and i guess you can like deflate the wheels to give you more grip on slippy surfaces i actually saw a neat video with one it goes up a hill and it was i think it was one of the older models it tips up on its end because it was too steep a little bit too steeper than it can handle and it slid back it didn't tip over it just was on its ass wheels up in the front and they just got the other shirt to pull it down forward again they got a huge huge balloon wheels which means that you know drive, they can drive across water because they just float on the wheel with the flotation of the wheels. Carry two people, and they have a high efficiency diesel engine, so you can keep going and going forever yeah. with the with a full tank of fuel. Or if you have a backup backup fuel tank or extra fuel tank, you could go for days. But they look they look like a they this look is like good middle aged man talk, isn't it? They look, like a Star, they look like a Star Trek shuttle with huge wheels on it. A little bit. They look like someone made a homemade next generation era small shuttlecraft but put two, two, two huge honking wheels on each side yeah. and the wheels i think actually there's like tank control or something or you can so turn two on one side it's they're the way they're driven is they're they are like a skid they're a skid steer so basically 
the wheels on each side are independently driven. Yeah, like tank steering. Yeah, so basically it's called skid steering when you but not part ooh la la. Which is why skid steers are called skid steers. Because they skid steer. So basically they don't have a steering wheel, so you steer by just changing the speed of each wheels in relation to each other. That's good. I kind of want one. And which I, means they can turn their own radius. You can turn on a dime and go in a different direction yeah. if you have to back up or especially if you're stuck on ice or chunky bits. I kind of want one. I don't know where I drive it. Whatever the heck you want. Whatever, anywhere you want to drive it. They're not street legal, sadly. I think to make them street legal, you'd have to get all your lights and flashers and airbags. And then top speed, if it's limited. But then if you've unlimited, you've monitored it. So you might have to have, like, tractor triangles on You know where something. I last, what YouTube channel I last saw, saw that one of those on was on Rich Rebuilds. Yes. I've seen Rich Rebuilds. He's the guy who's always getting in trouble with Tesla because he loves Tesla and rebuilds them. And then Tesla gets angry when he like does videos about them not selling parts, which uh, on the Model 3 they didn't do for the first couple years apparently. Well, basically, allegedly. They've, they've dis- allegedly, legal reasons, allegedly. They've disabled his, uh, his Model S. He can't, he can't, he, uh, he can't, uh, fast tra- he can't uh, do the fast charger or anything like that. Now it takes him like five hours to charge it. Oh, they disabled his account because you have an account linked yeah. to a vehicle. Yeah. So why do they do that? Because oh, he keeps. But no, it's 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 because it's uh, it was a it was written off as salvage. Yeah, because he's he's bought a lot of the um, the Texas flooding Teslas. Yeah. He's bought a lot of ones that have been totally flooded. But one of the complaints he had that was interesting. It was about how there was this uh, Tesla that was in a car accident, I guess, or someone hit it or something. But it was only superficial bumper damage, as he said, as the story went. And he wanted to get like a new bumper for it. And they're like, oh, just buy a new one. It's like, it's still fully functional. I mean, any other major car manufacturer, oh, I got a cracked bumper. I actually happened to my Subaru, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can price you one out. We can get you another one. The, the color might not exactly match your current car, but it'll be as close as we can currently get. We're going to get you a black one. The dealership was extremely, you know, happy to get me a new bumper and install it for me. Whereas, I know Tesla doesn't have dealerships, but still, just to get the part. And I, I don't know if like, a Tesla certified mechanic could order it. But apparently... Tesla does not have a parts stream, apparently. Yeah. Like, All their parts are going into making into new vehicles. They do not have a replacement parts stream. And I guess because they're so new, it's not like Fords and, you know, Mazdas and Japanese cars, American cars and German cars, where there's always, like, third parties. Like, Richard and I, we changed out the... I'm say we, I mean, I handed him wrenches. We changed out the starter motor on my Subaru last year, and I bought it third party, 100 bucks Amazon from the States... It's worked great so far for almost a year. Although what was really annoying was everything on a Subaru is like an even number of metric wrenches. And the actual like nut on this was like the closest like uh, American standard or old British Imperial. Yeah, because it was a it was an American company like Delco, I think it was or something like that, that created the the uh, will fit part. So, of course, they just used their Imperial nuts. Yeah, which is a little bit a little bit funny just considering like everything else. So if I ever have to get that like worked on at the dealership, they'll be like, it wasn't an imperial, it wasn't metric. Uh-huh. Anyway, not that they'll care. They're all they're all real Subaru men. It's actually funny. I've never met a Subaru mechanic that drives a new Subaru. They all get older ones, like eight to ten years old, buy them and maintain them and drive them for five to ten years, and then eventually get something else. Yep. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you didn't, that's not really our problem. You should get better taste. If you want to hear us have a middle-aged man talk about anything in particular, please leave us a comment or send us a message. And uh, we can thank my wife as our second ever special guest. That's right. Our repeat, our, our first repeat guest. Yes. And second guest ever. Thanks. Special thanks to Stephanie. And uh, I guess that's a, that's a wrap. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night.
Aren't you just waiting out the diarrhea till it naturally ends? I'm not eating that at this moment in time. I'm not eating that. (laughs) (laughs) Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. (laughs) Woof.